Hi everyone and welcome to the Private Practice with Soul podcast. This is the first podcast for counsellors that just don't align with the traditional approaches to business and that want to use their spiritual gifts, talents and interests to create, you guessed it, a private practice with soul. So look, leave it to me to provide you with everything you need, including strategies that you can use to increase your income, reduce your workload and of course increase inquiries and referrals to your beautiful soul-led private practice. I love it so much. If you haven't done it already, grab your journal, grab your pen and let's begin. Welcome to another episode of the Private Practice with Soul podcast. I'm so pleased that you're here. So today I'm going to be sharing a personal story with you. But before I do that, um, let me just give you a quick update about everything that's been happening because it's been a lot happening. And uh, I know I have a few groups and a few pages and all of the things and some some people follow some things and not others and some people open emails and some don't. So I just want to make sure you've got all the information. But um, I think one of the most important things that's happening is on Thursday next week, we actually are going to be having a Zoom Q&A with Joanna. Uh, Joanna is the CEO of PACFA um, and that's an Australian membership body for those of you who aren't in Australia but um, they're a membership body for counsellors and they support counsellors with their work and there's a lot happening here with the introduction of some national standards so we haven't had this before um, and it's you know a little bit worrying a little bit confusing and it's just so nice that she's agreed to pop on come and have a conversation so uh, the details for that are in the counsellors connect australia group so if you like you're welcome to come along and join um, you can ask questions yourself it's not going to be me interviewing her or anything like that it's an opportunity for you to come along and have some face time with joanna and ask her whatever question is on your mind so i think we have her for about an hour um, and there is a question thread where you can go and pop some questions so that is I think if you want to be part of history like this is a really wonderful opportunity to do it and say you know 10 years from now or 20 years from now that you were part of the conversation I just think it's so important in other news <laughs> um, this week in the in my um, paid groups, so Private Practice 101 and in the Inner Circle and Marketing with Soul, we had some Facebook ads training for therapists and it was delivered by Michelle and it was so good. Um, I really wasn't sure what, you know, how it was going to go and whether it was going to be, um, it, you know, what do I want to say? Like, you know, as counsellors and as professionals, we've got all this other stuff we've got to consider, right? But the reason that I ask, like in terms of ethics and what APRA will allow and what ACA or PACFA or whoever you're with will allow and all that kind of stuff, that's what I mean. Um, so the reason that I asked Michelle to come is because she's an expert and that's her area of uh, expertise and specialisation, supporting people like us, Um you know, market our private practices and our services and our programs and our retreats and all of our things. So, um, yeah, but I still wasn't sure how it was going to go. And guess what? It went really, 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 really well. And I've come away from that personally 
and I was already kind of working on a little bit of a project. I really wanted to make like a movie ad. Um, so I was so inspired after the conversation. I went away and I had lunch and then I came back and I sat down in front of the computer for a few hours and I just tinkered away making um, some graphics for, for an ad and um, I've just gone and uploaded those. So I'm really excited. I'm just waiting for Facebook to approve them and then they'll go out to the world and we'll see what happens. But it's just nice to feel like you're making a little bit of progress, you know, and then, um, you know, thanks to that big dopamine hit that gave me the encouragement to go make another one. So this morning I've made another ad uh, using one of her strategies and I wrote the copy for it as well. I wrote two lots of copy so I could do a split test and I've put that copy in the Private Practice 101 group so the members can see it, um, but also so that um Michelle can see it because I'd love to see what she thinks and get some feedback too so that's there now if you are in the private practice 101 community remember this training um, disappears tomorrow for you because we have a new guest speaker coming in um, but if you're in the private practice inner circle you have lifetime access to all of these trainings so you don't have to worry about you know quickly catching up or anything like that. So tomorrow we've got um, Mimi Ramsey coming in. Now, I asked Mimi to come in. I can't pull up Facebook because um, I've got all the notification sounds turned on. I don't know how to turn off the notification sounds. Um, but anyway, there is, I'll, I'll bring it up because I want to read you her actual thing. Oh, no, I can do it on my phone. I'll bring it up on my phone because she sent it to me on Messenger. Where is she? Here. Um, yeah, so Mimi fascinates me because she's living in Bali and I love that idea. I think I might have mentioned Bali last time, like I really wanted to go on a, a trip away. That's one of my big driving forces for working in the business. But um, she's already living in Bali and I love the idea of people like going and living in other countries and, and doing their work and having that sort of laptop lifestyle and I think it feels even more appealing at the moment because the weather we've had in Melbourne's been horrible <laughs> well I kind of like the cold but yeah anywho um, it's been super duper cold so she's doing training tomorrow that's um, going to teach therapists how to so therapists by the way psychologists counselors social workers coaches everybody in my world um, how to use authenticity in order to create what she's calling magnetic messaging. So messaging that um, your clients will come to you as a result of. So it means that you can stop putting stuff out there and feeling like you're chasing down clients. Uh, instead, it will allow clients to say, hey, you know, I want to know more. I want to click this button or I want to make an inquiry or something like that. So um tomorrow as part of her training she's going to be speaking about like the importance and the role of authenticity for therapists when it comes to marketing the practice and she's going to be providing you with some strategies to help you really 
elevate your branding um, so that it feels really genuine and really aligned. She's also going to give you some exercises, tools and techniques to help you create a message um, for your practice and for your marketing. Um, And she's going to walk you through ways that you can start to build trust and loyalty by creating genuine connections. And I think this is so important with um, marketing our practices because a lot of the time we see people just kind of throw up posts on their social media, but there's no effort to connect um, and they don't feel genuine a lot of the time either. But yeah, so she's super excited to meet everyone. I'm super excited for her to come along. Um, If you are joining us, it will be recorded. So um, bring along your notepad and pen and a drink and all of that and roll up your sleeves and you know light your candle and let's get (laughs) let's get ready for some beautiful sort of deeper work um and i'm so excited about it and yes it will be replay will be available so if you're in the private practice 101 group you'll have that available for a week and then it will be stored permanently forever in the inner circle So they're those things. And then there are some other celebrations that are happening as well. I celebrate it. I'm not going to name names because I don't have permission. I didn't ask. I just thought I would share this. But somebody got the keys to her very first lease this week, which is very exciting. Um, You know, graduating as you like from, you know, she had this plan of how she wanted to run her practice. And she started off sort of working from home and just doing it around children and um, family and other commitments. And then it's just kind of been building and building and building. And then she was like, oh, I'm going to need a place. and now she, anyway she's got the keys to a place so super super happy for her um and there were three people in private practice 101 that are celebrating their first clients this week so amazing and uh somebody in the inner circle was sharing with me um this week that they've just hired their first contractor so so much fun there's so much stuff happening in our world isn't there Okay, so what did I want to talk to you about today? I want to talk to you about um, a retreat that I went on that changed everything. Um, How a private practice retreat catapulted uh, my success in my private practice. So, okay, the reason I don't want to share this is because I know what it's like to think should I go to a retreat or a workshop or whatever it is am I going to get value like what am I going to be doing there what's it like so um because I thought that too before I went on one so I thought I would just share my experience basically so I hope that's okay (laughs) um but it was super transformative so yeah where I was in my practice at the time I was I had moved out of the bulk billing medical clinics at this point I've been working as a psychologist and I've been working predominantly renting a room in these big bulk billing medical clinics and as a result of some accounting error by the practice that I was working for or at um, they had withheld $18,000 of pay that was due to me it came about because um, Medicare and work cover and TAC and you know when you do private work and stuff like that the money doesn't always come in the day that you do the work right so money had been coming in after I'd been paid for that fortnight so I was getting payment from the 
um, clinic every fortnight. They would just throw the money into my account and I would just assume it was for every appointment that I'd had the preceding fortnight. It wasn't until my accountant started comparing my diary and asking me what the item numbers were for things and da 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 that we're able to discover I'd been short shrifted $18,000. So yeah, that's why I chose to not work at that practice anymore and I just took it as a sign from the universe that it was my time to go out on my own. So I was completely unprepared for that because my whole experience pretty much had been, you know, 20 years in bulk billing medical clinics as a psychologist, never having to market, didn't have a website, didn't have a business card, didn't need any of that. I would just turn up with my briefcase in the morning. Um, There'd be loads of referrals in my in-tray. The calendar would be populated with appointments, you know, all day long. Um, I would just do my work and come home basically. So I had, I was naive is what I'm trying to say. I had no idea what was going to be required even as a psychologist um, to market my practice when I didn't have access to free flow and referrals. I didn't know what I was in for. I honestly didn't. So what happened was I went and I rented a room at the Quest building in Frankston um, and it felt very, you know, um, I felt very proud of myself because the lobby in Quest was just gorgeous and the meeting room was just gorgeous. I mean, it was all like pretty much brand new at the time. It it used to be called the Peninsula Centre and then it had this big makeover. And so I felt like extremely proud of myself and I was like, wow, I'm really doing it. I'm really doing it. And I I signed this lease on this office. Now, the office itself was tiny, whiny, whiny. I think most of them are at the Quest building. I mean, so tiny. I think it was about as big as my bathroom or as big as my laundry. They're not big spaces. Not once you get a desk and two chairs and a table and stuff in there. Anywho, and they they use those... um, ghost chairs you know those clear plastic chairs they had to use those chairs to kind of make the space look bigger Um, and there was a lot of glass but the glass again to make it look bigger um, and the glass had the frosting on it and stuff like that but anywho I think from memory I don't quote me on this but I think from memory I I had 24 7 access to um, the little office that I had but I think I was paying about $1,200 a month for that um yeah and then there were like add-ons if you wanted add-ons like reception and stuff like that and phone and all of that so it it came to about $1,500 a month I think anyway so I'm there and I'm like so excited it's like my first day in my new office I'm thinking well what am I going to do where am I going to get clients from uh to be honest a lot of the clients who'd been getting free counseling didn't want to suddenly pay for it. So I lost nearly all of my client base. Um, And I lost a lot of my referral base because the doctors were used to me providing a free service. And now that I was going to have to charge money for it, they were upset. You know, you're abandoning our, our patients and, you know, our patients can't afford it and you're mean and you're horrible. I copped all of that, right? I get it. Um, and it was horrible to, to go through, but that's another story. But anyway, and my fee when I first started, as you know, was $15, which was ridiculous. So it was um, 
their bulk billing amount, which I think back then was $78 we got from Medicare, plus $15. So the clients had to pay $93 to come and see me and they'll get $78 back. Do you think I could get a client? <laughs> no. <laughs> it was really hard. And so I struggled for a while. Like I, I was pushing. I realized, oh, yikes, I'm going to need a website. So again, I didn't know what to do, but I kind of just went on GoDaddy and I made a website. And um, then I didn't know where I was going to get referrals from. So I started Googling, where do you get referrals? And back then there wasn't a lot of help for private practice owners or psychologists um, or counsellors or even social workers for all this kind of stuff. So I was like left to my own devices, just totally winging it. And uh, any, anyway, this went on for a little while and I was barely making ends meet. I think I'd been doing the, in the new sort of private practice for a matter of maybe months. And then all of a sudden it kind of took off. I don't remember what the impetus was, but all of a sudden it kind of took off and people did start coming and they were paying the $15 um, and my books got full. In fact, my books got so full that I had a um, phone on my desk and the phone had um, a little red light on it and I used to put the phone on silent when I was in session. But every time I was in a meeting, the phone would go off multiple times and light the room up like a disco with this bright red light. It was so distracting. I ended up putting like tape over the top of it, anything I could do to try and cover it, turn the phone upside down, all the things. Um, but what was happening was there were other clients that wanted to speak to me or they wanted to book a session or something like that. It was all going to voicemail and then at the end of the day, I was so exhausted I wasn't retaining any of the calls because it was so late at night and I wanted to go home. And then in the morning I'd come in and I would want to, um, you know, get set up and everything. But often clients would get there before me. Um, I was never late, but, you know, some traffic, whatever. Sometimes I get there at like if I started at 8, they'd get there at 7.30, 7.45, you know, and then I'd turn up and see them waiting in reception. So it was like, you know, I didn't know how to manage my time because I would then feel pressured that there was a client who'd arrived early and then I couldn't focus and then da 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 And so, of course, all this drama with me being slow with returning calls and of course the same for emails because I'm not going to be returning emails when I'm with a client so there was all of that right so there was a whole lot of stuff that was happening and it was making me feel like I didn't love what I was doing anyway at the same time there was still a lot of things that I needed to do for the business and I would write a to-do list and every day I'd be carrying the same core sort of tasks over to the next day right? So I had this whole bunch of stuff that was like hanging over me that I knew I needed to do, like track my numbers or, um, you know, fill in my spreadsheet or update my website with something or do some more marketing for something. Like there were always things that I needed to do, but yeah, they were getting carried over and that was causing pressure and everything. And then one day, uh, a post went up in a Facebook group um, and this lady was having a retreat, right? And it was going to be in Brisbane and I think, how much did I pay for that? I think I paid, I don't know, again, don't get me wrong, but it wasn't much. I think I paid, I don't know, I'm going to say 
$1,997. I think that's how much it was. Um, but that included accommodation. I had to fly up and fly back. But anyway, the, the, the advertisement for this was just really a Facebook post, I think. Um, again, I'm just going by memory and it was a long time ago. It was seven or eight years ago. Um, but I think it just sort of said, you know, if you've got these things that are hanging over your head and you need to get them um, done, then you should, you know, consider coming along to this. And um, we'll all be together for a few days and nights and we're just going to like not be distracted by clients or anything like that. And we're just going to try and get stuff done. So anyway, I was like, I can't afford that. I don't have that money. Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? But then I went away and I was really thinking about how much I was craving just having a day away from the practice so that I could work on the business because I was at that stage as you will probably go through if you haven't already in private practice you go through this stage of you know oh there's no clients and then all of a sudden there's a lot of clients and there's a lot of work and then you're just so caught up in the business that you forget to create space or you deprioritize the importance of creating space to work on it so you're constantly playing catch up and this is what I feel contributes a lot to the pressure that we all experience so anyway I was in that I was in that place and the more I went away and thought about it the more I thought I would like a break from the practice so that I can go and get this other stuff done what you know what got me skeptical about it was the the cost initially because I was like it feels like it's way out of my budget but there was a payment plan so then I thought okay well you know there is a payment plan I can pay it off um, and that made it feel a little bit more manageable and a little bit easier the other thing too was the reason that I kind of hesitated before enrolling was because I thought to myself everybody else is better than me everybody else is further along than me everybody else knows what they're doing I don't this is going to be embarrassing um, they'll all find out that I'm no good at what I'm doing like imposter syndrome stuff you know so all of that was coming up for me um, and so that really prevented me from, you know, taking action on registering for, for the event um, for a long time. But ultimately what motivated me to go and do it was this increasing awareness of something needs to change. I just knew something needs to change. I'd been mistaking being busy for being successful. Um, there was no doubt I was busy but I wanted a different type of success, right? My my definition of success was now shifting. So anywho, I book. And then after I booked it, I just remember like this sense of exhilaration. Like I was, I was actually doing something for myself because up until that point, I'd never done anything like this for my private practice. I'd never needed to. Um, and I'd never needed to, you know, air quotes, support myself. Like it was all, yeah, everything was, like given to me in this bulk billing situation but now I'm in my own little practice I need help <laughs> and I'm acutely aware that I need help and so after I enrolled and I pressed the yep enroll me sort of button I did a happy dance I just had this rush of excitement and this rush of energy about oh I'm, I'm finally doing something for me I know this is going to help I really looked up to this person I thought that um, you know she was such a amazing leader and I thought she was so knowledgeable and uh, so confident herself and she'd achieved so much 
much and I really wanted to um, have you know time with her sort of beyond Facebook so that was why I went and all that imposter syndrome stuff just kind of disappeared um, once I'd pushed you know book now so anyway a couple months later get on the plane go up to Queensland um really weird never been to Queensland before um where we went was kind of out in the um bush it was on a mountain so it was very very natural you know lots of nice trees it was lovely it was a big property and the property had a number of bedrooms um and then it had like a big dining room so we spent most of our time at the dining room in the dining room um and then like in breaks and stuff like that we'd just go to our bedrooms or we'd go out into the garden and, and do stuff there were um all up there was five of us that went and it was nice to meet people in real life because I knew a couple of the names from Facebook um, and a couple of the others I didn't. Um, and I did feel really kind of nervous when I was there because, you know, it's tough for me to be around people full stop. But this was kind of manageable because it was small enough. Um but yeah, so it was interesting. Um, so some of the, we had workshops and presentations and you know what, it was just, it was just kind of like big co-working session and it was really lovely because it was casual. It wasn't really formal and there were some really beautiful, um, you know, moments that I had with some of the people there as well. And, um, stayed friends with people for a while after that it was really nice keeping in touch so I guess some of the key insights and lessons that I got from that was I came away from a, having you know new knowledge about things like I didn't know my own blind spots and it's something that I share with you too like you probably don't well you wouldn't know your own blind spots but there were certainly gaps in how I was delivering my service that I was unaware of. And by having other people there to show me what those gaps were and then help me plug them really made a big difference. In fact, um, while I was there, I took my laptop and I was doing everything on my laptop. But I also had a notebook and um, I still have all the notes from my um days there on my laptop they're all in my dropbox and I still have um my notebook and I still refer to my notebook even today like when I get stuck with something I'll still go back to that notebook and see if it was something that we covered in that retreat and so um I also when I was getting ready for our podcast today I had that notebook out and I was having a look and I'd written down so many action steps for myself from this retreat it was just pages and pages of all these action steps and so you know I really realized there was a lot that I didn't know and that I needed to learn and when I came back from the retreat I blocked a day off in my diary which I'd never done before and which normally would scare me but I blocked a day off and I just sat down and I um oh baby oh bubby bub hang on one second sorry baby baby come on down come come here good boy sorry Gabe's just having a little cough you're okay 
You're okay. Oh, good boy. Good boy. Love you so much. There you go. Feel better? Yeah? Why don't you go and have a drink of water? No? Okay. Um, so... I worked through all of these action steps and I was just on fire. I was just like, bang, 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 um, you know, working through everything. And it felt amazing because it was progress that I was making that was actually shifting the needle in my business. And I can honestly say that within 30 days, I was noticing improvements in the business. Within 60 days, 90 days, within a year, I was able to reflect back and go, oh my gosh, I can't believe all of these changes. It was the best money that I spent on my practice. And, you know, to this day, I will never forget it as it was my starting point before I got coaches and before I got you know, business mentors and all that sort of stuff. That was the very first thing that I did. And, you know, forever grateful because it changed the face of my of my business and it just made business and life so much easier. Um, and so I think too, because I had that really positive experience, any other time um, there was something that popped up on Instagram or Facebook about um, a retreat or a a coach or a mentor, a business mentor or something like that, I was then more open and curious about, oh, what can I learn from this person? What can I learn from that person? So it really shifted my belief and my understanding about the importance of investing in the business. And the fact too, that it was a tax write-off um, was so wonderful because I was able to claim that that cost as a deduction, including my flight and stuff like that. So it was just, it was just so good. And it just had such a profound impact on my business mindset as well, because um, I know a lot of the time it doesn't really sound like it, but I was where some of you are at the moment. I was in the therapy mindset. I was in the mindset of, oh my gosh, don't charge that fee or, you know, waive the cancellation or, you know, you've got to be available to everyone all the time for all the things. That that was my mentality back then because I was unaware. I was just naive. Um, so yeah, so much shifted and just had a big impact on my mindset. So following um, the retreat, there were things I did. I updated my website. I created a marketing plan. I created a, a quarterly marketing plan. I created a spreadsheet to track how everything was going with my marketing. I started learning how to uh, qualify referrals. I started learning how to track referrals. I started learning the strategies to increase my referrals and implement those. Um, and do you know what? Having they're just that's just a quick example off the top of my head but it really helped me go beyond in terms of I was able to then make more informed decisions for what I wanted in my private practice because before I went on that retreat I was just saying yes to everything like I was the yes girl I was saying yes I'll write for your magazine yes I'll write for your blog yes I'll do this yes I'll, and I was yes I'll present at your networking meeting I was saying yes to all of the things not realizing that none of the things were actually resulting in anything important or significant or helpful for the practice so, um, 
you know, I learned what I needed to let go of. I, knew, I learned what I needed to replace those things with. Um, so it made big shifts for decision making and strategic planning for the business that I still use today. Um, while I was at that retreat as well, I learned so much that I then bought back and I used to inform like well, as I mentioned, quarterly planning, but also um, objectives and goal settings and things like that. So um, one of the things that I wanted to do, given everything that's happening at the moment in our counselling community with the introduction of national standards and all this kind of stuff. Oh my gosh, this is so cute. Oh, sorry, just total sidebar here. I'm looking out my window and there's like four kookaburras and they're all like, putting their faces right down into the ground. Their whole beaks go stabbing into the ground and they're bringing up worms and they're all just sitting there feasting on these worms right outside my window. They don't even care that I'm here and they can see Gabe as well. They don't even care. They're just having like late lunch, early, <laughs> sorry, early lunch, late breakfast, <laughs> having these worms out of the, they're making divots in the lawn. Oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. Two of them have blue wings and I think when they've got blue wings, that means they come from Darwin, which is so far away from me. And yeah, two of them are little baby ones. Oh, so cute. Anywho, it made me realize that, you know, now might be a good idea to have a get together for counselors and psychologists and social workers again. And so I'm having what's called Dalesford Retreat. Oh, no, I called it Dalesford Delight. So because I love Dalesford so much, I have to be mindful of myself, right? Because I want to make sure I'm in the right energy and all those sorts of things. Um, but also that means not being around too many people. So <laughs> I'm only going to have five people come to my Dalesford Delight. <laughs> Actually, I don't think I've said that on my marketing. So I will update my marketing today and just say it's just for five people. I'm sure everyone will understand. And yes, I can run more. But I think we'll just try and keep it at five. Um, otherwise, it will just be too overwhelming for me. So, yeah. And I want to do something similar to that, but not the same. So it's going to be just like a half day workshop. We're just going to get together, you know, um, and before you come along, you get to share with me when you first join a couple of the things that you want to work on. And then what I'll do is I'm going to create you your very own e-show bag because I've got so many things that I can give you that will help you get from where you are now to where you want to be um, so you get your own sort of customized e-show bag and it's going to have the essential tools that you need to achieve the goals that you're setting for yourself in your practice um, plus there'll be other things so when we're there you'll get some time one-on-one -on -one with me where you can have some laser coaching uh, for anything that you want with your private practice you can work on anything you could work on your messaging you could work on your copy for your website you could um, do your branding if it's time for your branding to have a refresh that is um, you could work on your documentation if that's something you've been putting off it doesn't really matter if you have things that you know need to be done but you just haven't had the time to do them yet this is the time okay and Dalesford is a really beautiful location it's 90 minutes out of Melbourne but um, it's in spa country 
so there is hot springs there so we finish at two o'clock um, and so you'll have plenty of time to go and avail yourself of things like the hot springs so thermal hot springs you can go and have a dip it's very relaxing and you can do that because you'll have peace of mind because you've just come away having ticked things off your to-do list that you've been procrastinating or delaying or putting off because you just didn't really know how to do them so you can go and have a dip in the thermal springs there are plenty of places you can go and book a card reading if you like oracle and tarot or um, you could go and book a massage or a mud wrap you could go and get your hair done your nails done um, if you like crystals and new age things um, there there are plenty of shops around there that sell those kinds of things too dalesford is very much like um, a new agey kind of hippie area you know everything there is fresh it's organic um the food is all local it's it's really lovely um now it is on we're catching up on it's next month the end of next month it's on the 25th of july which is a oh, just looking for it now july 25th july 25th is a tuesday so you might like to if you want you've got plenty of time to get up there by 10 so we start at 10 finish at 2 um but if you wanted to you could get up there the day before or you could stay overnight and give yourself wednesday off to sort of implement things quietly and do you know what i mean before you go back to work so there are ways that you could play with the time um but yeah, so it's Tuesday the 25th of July and just going to be really casual, really low key, but you're going to come away from it feeling like, oh, I'm so glad I got that done. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I had no idea X, Y, Z. You know what I mean? Um, you can use this time as well for um, putting together and getting help with um, not only messaging, but putting together your own marketing plan. Um, and I will help you with that all of the things so yeah I think it's just a really beautiful space for us to come together and do it in I'm really looking forward to getting to meet you because I know you know me but I don't know you other than um, by your name in our groups and in our community and stuff like that so I would love for you to come along and it's really affordable too I've kept the price down to $499 and there's split pay available so you could um, pay two lots of $250 or you could pay four lots of $125 I think it is is that right I can't remember but yeah so but you can go and check out the um, link I'll put the link for you in the show notes so that if you are interested you can come along if you wanted to pay in full you would be able to um, by June 30 this year you could claim it back um, on this year's tax which would be kind of nice um, but you don't have to it's just something I want you to be aware of but other than that um, I just can't wait I think it's going to be so much fun I can't wait um, anywho enough from me I'm so excited about it but if you have questions about um, you know what it involves and what we're going to do as I said I'll pop the link in so you can go and have a look um, but you can also message me okay don't email me because I don't read them but do message me on um, Instagram I'm at the private practice coach 
or on Facebook. Okay, so that was today's episode and I so, I hope it was super helpful. And by the way, don't forget, we've got Mimi Ramsey tomorrow teaching us about um, authenticity and creating genuine messaging uh, for private practice so that we can connect with our Perfect for Our Practice clients. Come along to that, um, you know, only goes for an hour. It's from 10 till 11 Melbourne time, Australian Eastern Daylight time. Okay, I'll talk to you soon. Bye. I hope that you loved this episode as much as I loved putting it together for you. To get more resources to help you in your private practice, head over to Instagram. My handle is at the private practice coach. And also, if you want more inquiries and referrals for your business, let me know. I have a program called Clients on Demand that opens every quarter, and I can absolutely get you some information for that as well. You are doing an amazing job. Thank you for sharing your gifts with the world. Bye.